0: What's going on, WWE? I mean, you're letting, you're letting Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt fight all, all through Heat Slayer's house. <laughs> you know, now you're letting them catch L's to a member of the Affirmative Action Crew. I mean, you know, I don't know. WWE's finally trying to do something with this tax write-off squad.
1: Hey, what's good, good, folks? It's
2: your boy, the bowman 12 l and you're listening to The Slam Bros Podcast. You're joining us here for the 29th 25th episode. What's good? Illa, what's good happening over there?
0: Yo, what's good, Bowman? main man, Illa YC, the chimp. Y'all know I'm the skeptic. Bowman's the fanatic. Glad y'all back rocking with The Slam Bros. One more again. Let's get it popping.
2: Yo, one more, yeah. Hey, you know, yo, what's going on this past weekend, man? I seen you and about 300 people riding bikes down the streets of Texas, bro. What was that about?
0: Oh, yeah, I was participating in the uh critical mass event. It's uh, basically a basically a 20 mile bike ride throughout the city of Houston. Um, they do them in Dallas, they do them in different cities around the nation. So, if you're into cycling, you know, it's definitely look for the critical mass in your city. It's uh, I believe the last Friday of the month in every city. But it's a lot of fun, man. It's just a cool, cool way to get out. And, you know, um, get some exercise, explore this town. You know, and I have a fucking expensive ass bike, so it's cool to ride. it.
2: <laughs> nah, I seen you on the grams, and there was a dude behind you. I, I, he just looked so confused, like he didn't know what he was doing.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, you get all kinds, man. You got skateboarders. You got um, it's so many different people there. You know, just doing their different things from different backgrounds. People all stripes. And uh, it's just fun.
2: So, yeah, that's what's up, man. If you got a bike, you know, get out there and cycle. Especially if you got, like, one of those, like, you know, like, polychrome bikes. like, hollow, all aerodynamic, you know. Put that money to work. So, L, you ready for these dirt sheets? Let's get to digging. It's time to play
1: the game. Time to play the game.
2: I so the Libertarians unite, man. As we discussed last time, the homie Kane has, you know, turned in his gloves. I can't even say traded in for a tie because he's been wrestling in a tie for the last two years. He's uh, turned in his gloves. And, and, and uh, his hair weave. And his hair weave. <laughs> and he's running for, uh, you know, mayor in his hometown. And he's got a, uh, a pretty solid political endorsement with, uh, you know... Uh, Rand Paul. Rand Paul's throwing down his name as endorsing Glenn Jacobs for mayor. So.
0: It, it, now I don't know. Rand Paul, crazy ass. But. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> I... So, uh, if y'all didn't think Kane was serious, yo, wrestlers run for political office all the time. Of course, Jesse Ventura got um, that governorship, man. You know, Booker T's even planning to run against Illinois C. For the mayor of Houston in uh, two years. Yes, sir.
0: I didn't forget. You know what I'm saying? Don't y'all forget. going to have to take down the Book of Man.
2: So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, politics, man. Get that good health care, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then pass on the crap to the
2: citizens. (laughs) You know it. Uh, The homie. uh, Ella, why don't you take this one? Brock Lesnar. Get the, the good intro in there barack lesnar hell we'll yeah be <laughs> we'll be apparently working more dates uh during this run as universal champion than the last time he had the belt um while all the dates have not been confirmed in the dirt sheets they're just he's gonna be doing more shows now leading up to wrestlemania he was doing more shows he was showing up at more house shows and just F5ing and people and walking out. Some people speculated maybe that's not the best way to use the Brock. As, you know, he's not on TV. And when he's on TV, they do get that ratings bump. But, you know, I guess, you know, house show money is, is, is good money as well. And so if you put Brock in a house show, you'll get a little bit more money there. But we're going to see him. current plan is he's probably going to be facing Strowman uh, at some point in the new future and then ultimately Roman Reigns is going to go over on Lesnar at next year's Mania, tentatively planned. So uh, excited for that. Boo. Hiss. Hiss. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that is that is always always Roman, man. We can't have good things. He's just, he's just there. It's always just for a Basically. reminder. Basically. Him, so. him and his chest protector. Him and yo, know, someone's gonna wise up one day and just take the chest protector off.
0: Roman Reigns walking around in a fucking human uh, trapper keeper.
2: Mm. Mm. Yo, so the homie Billy Corgan is back in the news again. Uh, he tried to buy I don't know some strange. I think the Hardys were down there for a time, something like that. He tried to buy this company a few months ago. We we, we discussed it, but uh, was legally pushed out. And so he's back buying wrestling promotions, and he's bought up what remains of the NWA, National Wrestling Alliance. This is not the NWA that um, you guys probably remember from, like from the 80s. Well, yes, it is that same legacy promotion or group of promotions And well. The last couple of years, how it's been working is it's more or less been like a license, an intellectual property that smaller promotions could license out and use. Well now, uh, Billy Corgan has bought pretty much like all the rights to that license, and it's we're just waiting to see what else he's gonna plan to do it. He might try and you know turn it into his own wrestling promotion, as you, you know Billy's been trying to uh, you know get in this wrestling business for years now, and now he's got his foot or I should say his hands on a property. Ella, what do you make of this news?
0: I make of it, Billy get with the pumpkins and get to make some more fucking music. <laughs> How about that? You and a damn wrestling. I don't need Billy Corgan associated with any kind of wrestling promotion. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't uh, set off any bells and whistles and get me excited about the potential products. No, just go make some music, some depressing, you know, alt rock shit that we can vibe out to. Get to working on that. Can you buy that, Billy? Can you buy that?
2: Oh man. We will we will see. We will see. Uh we got a update on Cody Rhodes. He's likely signed with the Ring of Honor. It's been reported in the dirt sheets he signed with the Ring of Honor as his home promotion. This makes the most sense logically as being with the Ring of Honor, he can still take a lot of independent dates. He can still be in New Japan wrestling. New uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling where he is currently a member of Bullet Club. But Cody Rhodes has um denied this on twitter of course you know got to try and keep up some type of kayfabe he's denied it on twitter but he's most likely in ring of honor man so uh Ella, what are you thinking uh cody rhodes uh sticking down in the independence right now
0: i mean cody rhodes just has the it factor and he just you know when he first came out i really disliked him and his style because he was just so bland but once he kind of found his footing and started flourishing it was great so he's just going to help elevate them. You know, I mean, he doesn't have enough of, of star power to really push them, but he can definitely um, give them critical appeal as a solid landing place, a solid place to check out some good wrestling.
2: All right, that's dope. Also, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor related news uh, Adam Cole is a free agent, and every wrestling promotion on the planet wants him. The Owl wants him, WWE wants him. Uh, Ring of Honor is trying to re sign him. Uh, So we'll see where Cole goes. He'll probably get that paycheck now um, and head to the E. Uh, But we'll see. Also, um, Illa, this is a name you'll probably forget. Uh, Jack Swagger is back in the news. Uh, Apparently the man's trying to get paid. Uh, He is asking, all right, uh, Price is right here, Illa. How much do you think Jack Swagger is asking for independent bookings right now? Too much. If
0: he's not asking for like food stamps.
2: <laughs> oh man, Jack Swagger is allegedly asking for around four Gs per show. Be booked on the independent circuit, um, and most independent promoters cannot afford that. Can't afford that. Uh, he's opened up about his departure of the WWE. He says, you know, hey, the Indies are doing great right now. It's a good possibility, you know, succeed in that circuit. But also, he felt like. One, it was time for contract negotiations. WWE gave him a number, and he felt like, you know, his value to the company after being there for 10 years should have been higher. So, you know, he made the hard decision to depart. But still, 4Gs, yo. Jack Swagger, 4Gs. So he's going to leave
0: the WWE figuring he can get more from the independents?
2: I guess. You know, the Drew Galloway's... The um, Cody Rhodes have kind of laid this style down there. If you if you work, you can you can make a lot of good money in there. But he's really, Jack Swagger.
0: <laughs> he is definitely overestimating his value.
2: Oh man, you know. Um,
0: I mean, he better you know. I'd offer him like you know a cheese sandwich and a glass of milk.
2: <laughs> that sounds like the Fryer act. Festival. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, what All right, man. Great news. Lucha Underground returns to television screens on May 31st, man. This is just a few weeks away. Lucha Underground is back. If you need to catch up, catch up. Of course, doing replays on El Rey. Seasons 1 and 2 are finally on Netflix. If you haven't been watching, what the hell are you doing? You know, Lucha Underground is coming back. We'll have more Lucha Underground when it returns. But, Illa, are you ready for our returning segment? Our favorite returning segment.
0: <laughs> it's like this is this is the moment where you got to insert that uh that Batman. Last
2: Hey, help
0: perro, el y Oh man, what's going on with our main man?
2: Yo, our main man, Alberto El Patron, continues to do whatever the fuck he wants. This man figured out how game works years ago, all right? When he figured out that he's an independent contractor, then, you know, if he doesn't want to show up, he doesn't want to have to show up. And you know what? He didn't show up. Uh, he didn't show up to a uh, What Culture Pro Wrestling event apparently this past week. Uh, he claimed to be sick, and that's why he didn't show up. But he wrestled like two nights before. So it's whatever, man. If Alberto doesn't want to work, he's not going to work. You know, it's Wait. like.
0: Is this the one where he posted the pictures of himself drinking brews the day before?
2: Like, I don't, probably. And then he, the
0: next day, he was like, oh, I'm sick, I can't make
2: it. Yeah, probably with Alberto. Who knows with this guy? And then also, uh, Alberto himself has chosen a new home wrestling promotion. Now, I, I, you know, like I said, Alberto, he's one of my favorite people. I respect the man. He clearly does what he wants. He's going to be in his best interests. But he signed with um, hashtag fuck the owl. He signed with those people, right? He's got a belt over there. He's going to be there for a minute. Now, my only concern is I hope the owl knows what they're getting into. They signed Alberto Del Rio. This man's not to be fucked with. If he's not happy, he's just going to walk. And you can't stop him. <laughs> You can't stop him. So, uh, Ella, how you feel about um, Alberto signing with the Owl, man? It seems I do not care. Oh man! Oh man! Let's get back. You know, you know the man. You know, pro MMA fighter, man. Alberto's got it. We know he can stab some people. Him and his brother throw down in the streets. So well, he, can, he can take a good knife. It, so, <laughs> so we will continue more in the continued. Las Aventuras of, of Alberto El Patron and Sus Amigos next time. Alright, yo. So, we had a pay-per-view this past week. Payback. Payback pay-per-view. Um, For a while, I even forgot there was a pay-per-view, man. Me and my homies was hanging out. And it just completely did not occur to me that there was a damn pay-per-view on. That's how uneventful the, uh, the go-home show of raw was the week before that they forget to sold me on the pay-per-view so but uh you saw some of the pay-per-view um let's let's get yo so what we had was uh, probably the most surprising match of the night was uh the united states championship match between chris jericho and kevin owens everyone figured that you know ko had to win this match because jericho's going on tour clearly so this is the end of his magical run and lo and behold Chris Jericho won the match. He won the match. Was that were you surprised by that outcome? Um yeah. I mean, you know, I, I everybody
0: was uh, pretty much figuring that Owens was going to just take it and it was kind of just a mandatory uh off match um, in their, you know, little um their uh uh, uh crap, I hate when I, I forget that.
2: What their feud? Their feud. end of a friendship. Yes, it's... the end of their friendship.
0: You're not my friend, Jericho. Mm. You were never my friend.
2: Oh, that's brutal. That's brutal. <sighs> that's
0: so that's so tragic. But yeah, no, it was dope, man. That uh, Jericho won the belt, so that means he'll be sticking around, or he may, you know, I mean, he's earned enough sway where he could do a part time, or you know, he can do a little tour date and then fly to the arena do whatever, you know. I mean, he's been entertaining as hell. This run has been great, so I I don't want it to end.
2: I like the match because of the callback. and At WrestleMania, I should say, they had the Kevin Owens was saved by just the tip of his finger, right? And in this match, or the previous match, Kevin Owens was saved just by the tip of his finger. So in the third match, Jericho took care of the finger. He completely worked the finger over, smashed Kevin Owens' hand (laughs) and like the ring post, uh, completely like, you know, dysfunctional uh, Kevin's hand, so Kevin could not use the hand to get the pop-up powerbomb or save himself from the walls. So I thought that was a nice little uh, callback that uh, got, you know, Y2J the belt, uh, which was uh, it was very surprising. The most obvious match of the night ended up in complete surprise. Sometimes sometimes the WWE does that, man. So um, Austin Aries and Neville they had another had another match it was a very good match i feel like these two are working the hardest in the um cruiserweight division right now uh neville's character i don't know if you picked up on this is like he's a dick and um (laughs) (laughs) is he really (laughs) (laughs) all right and he doesn't want anyone to be happy but his finishing move the red arrow Is like going to pop the crowd. So that's why he's been using like the rings of Saturn. And the superplex off the top of the rope. um, To finish opponents. But the problem with. Is like the red arrow is a KO. That's a guaranteed win. Everything else isn't as strong. So it's like you're playing Street Fighter. And you got a full super bar. But you're just using EX moves. Instead of you know that full super combo. All right. Um, Neville just could not put away austin aries the greatest man that ever lived uh in the match and he had to resort to uh pulling the referee to get intentionally dq'd so didn't see that happening but it looks like we're gonna go for a third match on these three these two i should say and maybe this third match is gonna be a a no disqualification match so uh you already
0: the, the neville aries match was fantastic Or was even better was, of course, Neville the heel using heel tactics to win in a way that just made sense. You know, like, let me just grab you up, bro. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, but it's like, why don't other, you know, they need to go to the well on this more often. Because WWE has, the matches have rules. But as a heel, once I get a belt, I've been cheating all the time. All the time. I'm like, okay, let me use the rules to my advantage. Why would I fight you, you know, straight up? And... That's the thing. Like, Neville still looks strong. He just looks like a dickhead for, for doing it that way. But that's how a heel should look, you know? Versus trying to make the heel look like some cowardly punk. Like, I like the fact that Neville. Uh, he, and this is what they should have done with Kevin Owens when his title run. But Neville looks strong. He looks like a fighting champ. He looks strong. He looks like a badass. He goes out there and he puts on a good match. But then he's still an evil dickhead pre- uh, uh, heel. So it's like. Why can't WWE book people more like Neville? I just don't get it. Hashtag WWE logic.
2: Hashtag WWE logic. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, make your champs look strong. You know, you're going to put the work in. Make the champs. And also like, yeah. You know, heels should be cheating every single match. As long as they don't take a clean pin, they're not losing their belt. So why would you Why would you even try and wrestle a match? You know, so that's just... Uh. They got, they got to fix these rules, man. Yo, the Hardy boys, the Hardy men, we should just probably call them Hardys because they're pretty damn old now. Uh, defeated Sheamus and Cesaro. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: defeated Sheamus and Cesaro. After the match, um, Sheamus and Cesaro, do 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 Uh they turned heel, beat down the Hardys. Oh, Jeff lost a tooth during this match. It went flying. Um, yeah, it I was the was weekend for that. Because uh, yeah. Isaiah Thomas lost
0: a tooth in a Boston game. Turning around, Jeff Hardy loses a tooth in a match in a vicious, vicious spot by Sheamus. I mean, yeah, you know, so, yeah.
2: It was, um, I think the after effects, well, we don't know what's going on with the Hardys. We do know that Matt was broken on Twitter. Um, he was talking about the Celestial Voices, talking to him again. He's posting pictures of Green Beans. And we know that Matt Hardy, uh, he doesn't want the vessels of the children to be um, toxic with candy and sugars. So, of course, he only feeds children green beans. <laughs> 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 so, this man was completely broken on Twitter. So, maybe this beatdown is the, uh, the spur of the moment that will have, you know, Brother Nero... Um, Come back, and Hardys can get what they what they've been doing best for the last year, and that is deleting fools, sending them to deletion, and letting people know that they're obsolete meals. So
0: I think this is definitely the. Um, I think that was what it was. You know, the beatdown having uh, Cesaro and Seamus go heel definitely sets up the breaking of the Hardys. So it was it was a great great beatdown too. Just the fact that you know they they did the whole routine, the um, shaking of the hands, the walk off. And to come back and just deliver a vicious beat down to the Hardy Boys. But if I was Jeff, I would have been pissed. Simply (laughs) because you already knocked out my fucking tooth. (laughs) So now I'm like, now I got to be a professional (laughs) and and take this beat down? I'd be hot.
2: (laughs) Hey, well, at least the shake of the hands had a... A callback, you know, they, they've done it, you know, three times, and it was different. So I, I guess that was good. Uh, the, Wa- the Raw's Women uh, Championship match, Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey. I can't even be mad about this, you know. I mean, the problem is, uh, the heels just make too much sense. They really do. Um, most of the baby faces now are like entitled assholes, and I wonder if that's just like how Vince. I'm pretty sure Vince is a pretty conservative guy, and so, um. He makes all his heels more logical and regional, uh, reasonable, while the baby faces are just kinda like stupid idiots. And just full of emotion with no direction and feel like an entitlement. And this whole time, if you look at Bailey's title run, damn, she was a cheater the whole time. Like Sasha helped her get the belt. Sasha helped her keep the belt. Um she wasn't like the the underdog strong, truthful, you know person filled with integrity the whole time. So I couldn't even be feel bad for barely losing this belt. I mean, she was like the hugging version of Charlotte Flair. Yeah, it was kind of like that.
0: Basically. Where, yeah. You know, Sasha became her Dana Brooke.
2: You know, so they're trying to get it. And then like Alexa Bliss is just like I mean, one that girl's like facial expressions are like next level. Like you've never seen so many like variations of shade being thrown in a matter of seconds. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, her mic work, like, she'll shut down a crowd. Um, it's just like, yo, she's too much, man. So, like, she, you know, a lot of people are like, yo, she's too small. But, yo, she's, I mean, she's doing good work and her ring work has improved. I like the DDT as a finish, too. You know, I mean, um, you know, if Jake can put people away with the DDT, if Tommy Dreamer can put away people with the DDT, then you know what? Alexa Bliss can put away people with the DDT. And if Bailey learns a lesson, about how not to be an entitled asshole, then I'm all for it. (laughs) Alright, Slam Bros, I need to make a public apology here. (laughs) Alright? Because those listening know that back in the day, well, I'll admit I am the first Dana Brooke apologist. Alright? I'm the first that I am not apologizing for Bray Rod anymore. Alright? I need to apologize. I was wrong for you folks. I said there was a possibility that this Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt situation could go somewhere, and it's got nowhere. Each match has only gotten worse. And worse. <laughs> worse. And worse. And after the nonsense that was the WrestleMania match, they did this House of Horrors match, which no one had any idea. Any idea what was going to be. And it was because the WWE still had no idea what it was going to be. And it was a mess. While we did get Randy wearing pants. The hell was this, man? This was like some. Oh, man. Like your neighbor's trying to make a haunted house out of like a garage. This was pretty. It was stupid. And then hashtag WWE logic. So what was this match supposed to be? Was this supposed to be a rematch for Bray Wyatt? But it's not. the title's not up for. The title's not up. So even if Bray wins, he loses. He doesn't get his title back. What the hell is he facing Randy for? What point is he trying to prove? There is no point. So they fight in this stupid house. This is a stupid tractor. N- you know, like... S- nonsense happens. Randy has to try and pretend he puts on his acting face. Hashtag acting. You know? <laughs> and has to try and pretend like he's legit spooked out by the stupid house. <laughs> it's but stupid see, the life. thing is...
0: The House of Horrors was Randy's idea, right? <sighs> it was Bray's idea. Okay, wait. What was the other thing? Okay, because I thought Randy Orton came up with the House of Horrors.
2: No, nah, he but... burnt down the house, and then Bray's like, "You gotta go to my House of Horrors." And then Randy's like, "I don't know what it is, but I'll fight you." And then it turned out that no one knew what it was, and I'm pretty sure that they still don't even know what it was. Um, they come back. Uh, they come back later on. They finished the match in the arena. Uh, Bray Wyatt still can't put Randy Orton away. Uh, He needs the help of, you know, hard body, Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers, the Bollywood Boys. He could finally get a win on Randy. Kind of win on Randy, but he got nothing for it. No title. That was stupid.
0: Yeah. They fight at the House of Horrors with the babies and the lighting effects and I don't know, man. It was the Dumb as fucking crap, and then the, it ended in the ring. So you got to come back, and you just the, the the greatest part of the match was when they cut back to the audience to the to the announcers, and everybody in the arena is booing. <laughs> this is that was greatness. <laughs> they were all just booing their asses off. Like, oh man, I was like, this is the biggest backfire. Somebody got fired for it. If this. Wasn't Vince McMahon's idea? Somebody got fired for that match.
2: Yo, but I don't understand how, after the WrestleMania match, and everyone's like, yo, this was not good. This did not work at all. You go back, and you do this. I I, I don't understand.
0: I don't know, brother. But what was the next match, man?
2: Oh, oh, man. So we had Seth Rollins defeat Samoa Joe. Yo, man, Samoa joes he's doing work, man. Um... He he did it. Some smart people on the internet have pointed out that in Seth Rollins' uh, you know surprise roll up, Joe's shoulders clearly weren't down. Now, WWE logic says that they're not going to go to the replay. Um, they're not going to call this out. Joe and Seth are going to continue to feud. But it was it was it was a quick like it was um it was a roll up. It was a roll up. So like Joe looked strong but you know he, he got caught in like a roll-up you know um so i'm, I'm not really bad i'm not really mad at like I'm not really mad at the finish what i am curious about is a couple of months ago there was reports that um samoa joe that they have banned the the muscle buster his signature move that he's been using for like 15 years that you know He's not. He hasn't since he's been up on the main roster. He hasn't used Muscle Buster. His last shows in NXT, he was using the Muscle Buster. He used Muscle Buster all throughout his NXT run. So I'm. Mm, we'll see. I mean, he hasn't really been in like a definitive match. Uh, the Kokita Clutch is what they've been using for a finish for Joe. But like, man, if they take the Muscle Buster away from Samoa Joe, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. i to be honest.
0: Yeah, but that's WWE on their you know safety nonsense bullshit that they're trying to keep. You know, going it's like yeah, we'll have Jeff Hardy and Shane dive through some you know electrical equipment from twenty feet up in the air, but you know, you can't pull off this move. So I understand it, but it's still kind of like if you're gonna risk it, risk it all. You know, let them break right. a couple necks. You know, paralyze some people. You know, for our entertainment.
2: No, I mean it's like the whole Tyson. If this is like um, a response to the Tyson Kid situation, that was like two years ago. So, and he continued to use the Muscle Buster for two years straight. So, it can't be that. Everyone's like, yo, Muscle Buster's a pretty safe move. I think it might be Joe's waiting for, like, a definitive win. Like, all right, if he knows he's going to win, and this isn't like a five-minute match, he's going to bust out, like, all his good stuff. Because Joe still hasn't done, like, half of his stuff yet since he's been on the main roster.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's just been kicking Seth Rollins' ass. I mean, but this was the first time Joe lost. On a pay-per-view. Uh, mm. He's been beating up Sami Zayn. He beat up, um, was it Jericho?
2: Nah, Roman Reigns on that first night on Raw.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, you know, Joe's been on a roll. So this is his first real L that I can remember. But, you know, and he still looks strong in defeat. So it works. It didn't diminish his character whatsoever. But now he needs a solid feud to move on from the whole thing with Seth Rollins. So, And I have no idea which direction they're going to go with Samoa Joe.
2: I don't know. I mean, Samoa Joe, He said it for a year now, and he's still saying he wants wants to fight Brock, and I think that would be a good fight. You know, Brock's weak against Samoans, and he's not on the juice, so we'll see what happens. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, snap. All right. The, The main event of the evening was Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Which, you know, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm not mad at this match. Like, some people were, some people were uh, highly upset that Roman got some offense in. And they felt like maybe he should not have got offense in if, you know, not only was he thrown off a ledge. But then had his ambulance flipped over. Had ribs cracked and his shoulders taped up like Diamond Dallas Page. That maybe he should not have, like, been able to fight back as much as he did. But, I mean, these, these two work well to, uh, together. He did get that ass whooping. The crowd was very appreciative. Of um, Roman getting his ass kicked, so uh, you know I I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. What about you? Did you enjoy the match?
0: Um. Yeah, I enjoyed Braun Strowman beating that ass. So you know, <laughs> you know that's what made it cool. But I just it's it's hard to to watch a Roman match, man, because you know WWE's agenda writ large. It's just right there. And so it's beyond like at, at one point I, I was down with Roman and still kind of supporting it. But he hasn't he hasn't changed in any effective way. And I'm just tired of him. You know, I'm tired of saying it. he, he's, he's, he's getting to John Cena levels of annoyance. And that's just terrible, you know, and even with Cena, um, he was true to his character. But the thing with Roman is he doesn't have a character. You know, he's such a cypher and he's so bland. And that's the problem. It's just like, he's a walking fucking, okay, <laughs> grease, grease head, grease ball trope. And, okay, what about you? You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. He's just a cypher. You know, even with Sammy Zane, you know, he's the vicious underarm. He's going to take a pounding, but he's going to put up a real good fight. You know, and he can be entertaining that role. It's like, Roman has none of that. And... He just he's failing on that front, you know. So if they don't do anything to really develop his character, he just looks like a lunkhead. And the WWE is just pushing him, and that's the problem that he has right now. He has to show his own smarts. They have to do something with him. And the fact that they won't pull the trigger on a solid heel turn or something to make this dude more interesting is just doing more harm than good to his character in the long run.
2: Man, every great babyface has been a great heel in their career. So I just. That's but I you know sometimes I wonder even if a heel turn, a heel turn would just like recognize like the frustrations the audience has, but if they even if they don't add character to that heel man like I'm still gonna be frustrated with the Roman character if they don't if they don't do anything to it so well yeah, he got beat down my only issue was they still had to make Roman look strong so after getting beat down by Strowman his ribs crushed blood spitting out blood capsule at the end of the match. In the .com exclusive, um, our homie, Braun Strowman, tried to attack Roman again in the ambulance. Smaller ambulance this time, so I figured, oh, he'll have an easier time flipping it. But no, Roman was able to sideswipe the attack. He dodged it. Now, I guess you can only get your ass beat down so many times before you learn, right? So he dodged the attack, and Braun Strowman injured his shoulder. And I'm like, man, even in an ass whooping, Roman still has to look strong.
0: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Roman was out there with the, he's a broken wrist and a broken arm. It's like, shut up, Michael Cole. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that nonsense right now. Take this ass with uh, Roman Reigns. You know, but that's the thing that they make Braun look so strong against the big show, and then Roman Reigns can put up a fight. And it's like, come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> a broken Roman Reigns can put up a fight at that. There's not even Roman at full power. WWE
2: logic. Oh, man. So, all right. We are... Ring the bell. Moving on to Raw. Uh, Raw opens up with uh, Alexa Bliss. talking shit on everybody. And it was wonderful.
1: And it wouldn't be a proper coronation if I didn't have my friends of the women's division here with me. I do want to thank you all for being here, but um, I do have some people I want to personally thank. Like Mickey James. I've watched you since I was a little girl growing up. You are so inspirational and just so great. And I, I know that. And even though your contemporaries, Mae Young and the fabulous Moolah, are now in a better place, you're still here, inspiring me. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> Next, I put like all
2: the thing. girls in the ring. is talking shit about them, um, which I thought was hilarious. She shut down the crowd. She looked. She backed up on Nia Jax, and she was like, "Hey, cool." She was playing sister fan to Nia Jax. She's like, "Yo, I'm glad to tag with you later." And of course, Bailey, good old lovable Bailey. I understand. I understand. You gotta respect your name. Like homegirl is up in your face, talking shit about your family. Saying how she was glad to make your, your your cousins cry and all this nonsense, man. But like Bailey, who's supposed to be the lovable person, the embodiment of all that is good, sugar, spice, and everything nice, is the one who, in uh, if if you know your Boondocks, she was she was Huey. She grabbed a chair and she threw the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey started a fight. So oh, we got we got a uh, an eight woman tag out for that. I mean. I mean, I'm, it wasn't a bad match, but I was like, as soon as all the girls were tagged, I'm like, this is the only segment the women are going to get all night. Three hours of Raw. And we've we've thrown all the ladies in this one match. Like, this is all they're going to get. So, but, um, not bad. Alaska Bliss uh is doing her thing. Enzo and Luke Gallows fought the, the club. And they don't even have a tag name, do they? It's just Enzo and Big Cass, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a t- All right, so yeah, uh, so Luke Gallows beat Enzo well, Hold on, let me, let me
1: just
0: get back. Because I got to also get, pro- Alexa Bliss is doing the damn thing. She's coming raw and she's taking her top, her her, her spot atop the uh, women's division. And they're going to be all the better for it. Because she really adds a nice amount of spice. And like her promo skills are just gold. Her sass, her attitude, like everything is pitch perfect with Alexa Bliss, and you know if if WWE didn't screw it up, they could really do big things with her. Um, and she's just she's a unique, you know, the Harley Quinn character in the WWE that really works because the Bailey run was just floundering, like you said. I mean, they made Bailey look weak. She always had to lean on Sasha, and it was just not where it needed to be whatsoever. So anyway. Enzo and Cass, what's up with those cats?
2: They're doing the same thing. They're still fighting. They're still fighting the club in an endless series of matches that are going absolutely nowhere. And um, like Luke Gallus had to work too hard to fight Enzo Amore. I'm gonna put. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. He had to fight way too hard for Enzo. does not making. does not make any damn sense.
0: Yeah, if, but at least t- at least this time. Enzo's major nemesis didn't appear.
2: Yeah, the ropes. He did not get murdered by the ropes. (laughs) That is Enzo's kryptonite. That's his kryptonite. (laughs) Watch, just so many, you know, ever since he got that concussion off those ropes, man, like, Enzo, once the ropes show up, man, he's done. Once the other wrestlers get put on game, his career is over. Once they realize he's got to, you know, Irish rip him a couple of times and that's it. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, um, Cruiserweight's doing some stuff. Neville, he's he blamed the referee. Real, real dick move there. It's like, yo, it wasn't me. It was the referee, you know? <laughs> right? Which just, just like, it's like, whatever. The referee uh, was in the wrong place at the at wrong, time. wrong time. Like, yeah, man. It's just like, I didn't mean to grab him and throw him halfway across the ring. He was just, he was, I thought just he was through, there. He was just I was in just, my hand somehow. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins came down and he was talking about, like, you know, he beat Samoa Joe, and of course he called out Brock Lesnar. And then um, Finn Balor came out, and of course he called out uh, Brock Lesnar. And then Dean Ambrose came out, and he's like, get in line. Uh, Bre- Lesnar doesn't fight, so I'm the top champion on the brand right now. Which is ironic, right? Because then The Miz comes out and he's like, you can't be talking shit about Brock. Cause you don't defend your title either. <laughs> the Miz is just the Miz stay winning. <laughs> oh man, yeah man. The Miz is the Miz is like yo, uh, Miz is next level. So Kurt Angle he made it like a a triple threat for the winner. The winner will be the number one contender for international international international. Oh gosh, what's going on? The number one contender for the international intercontinental t- champion. God damn. Yeah, Words. I'm just gonna let
0: you struggle through that. <laughs> you know, normally I'd interject and, and help you out, but no, that that was pretty entertaining. So I had to I had to let the slam bros hear that one play out.
2: Oh man! So yeah, for number one contender for the internet intercontinental title. All right, that's happening later tonight. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus now matching. Uh, not wearing matching clothes. They're all healed out now. Uh, so I guess, let's we'll see. I mean, they have characters now. I mean, not characters, but this... Did you imagine this Cesaro's Sheamus thing lasting this long, going this far?
0: Not at all. I figured they would have broken them up to have, you know... Well, they did the reverse. Usually they do the... um, They link up the two singles dudes into a, a tag team and then have them fight each other. Whereas in this, they have like a series of singles matches... And, which I don't even think they ever resolved that, finally. I mean, then they threw them together as a tag team. And But it's been going pretty good. I mean, Cesaro and Sheamus are both people who have their own kind of cult followings, not enough to really make them top stars, but just solid enough that, you know, they're getting their merch sales and they're, 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 they're solid uh, B-listers, solid mid carters. So, you know, they, they, you know, teaming up, they've helped get more mileage out of it. So that's been pretty cool.
2: Now what I don't understand is what the hell they're doing with Apollo Crews. Cause they
0: You know what they're doing with Apollo Cruz? He's a he's a tax write-off. Just like um Titus and the rest of the, the they, AA crew. They have <laughs> they're all tax write-offs. They, Their salaries they- are being written off every year by the WWE.
2: I have no clue like I don't, like, do they not know their own, I'm like, do they not know their own audience, or are they just like, or is it just like Vince, like, you know, our story is going to be so amazing that the audience is going to go for it. Look, like, yo, when UHA Nation got signed to E, everyone's excited, they're like, everyone, large people were like, yo, this is going to be a guy, and he's going to be like a black champion in the WWE, and I sat there and I laughed, because I'm like, y'all ain't been watching the same thing I haven't watched, y'all think this guy's going to win a belt, man. But I never thought the struggle was going to be this real for Apollo, yo. I like like who in the hell thought that putting Apollo Crews with Titus O'Neil and having him face the um the folk hero of the E, Heath Slater <laughs> was going to go over well for Apollo. This Would've man's been... got kids. Heath Slater has never kids. Apollo doesn't have kids? No one's going to give a goddamn about you know, a black guy who can do flips, but he doesn't have any kids, you know? Apollo barely has a career. So, I mean,
0: much less kids. Heath Slater got kids. What's going on, WWE? I mean, you're letting, you're letting Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt fight all, all through Heath Slater's house. <laughs> you know, now you're letting them catch L's to a member of the Affirmative Action Crew. I mean, you know, I don't know. WWE finally trying to do something with this tax write-off squad.
2: I got, I got, they got to figure out something, yo! But shout out to Rhino with the perfect, like, you know, uh, selfie bomb in the photo op, man. Rhino's hilarious. He's just having fun, man. All right. So Kurt Angle's out there. He's gonna give us an update on Roman Reigns and uh, Braun Strowman, and then goddamn Bray Wyatt shows up, and he, he he said some nonsense. All right, but you know what? You know what? It, it didn't matter. It did not matter what Bray Wyatt said to Kurt Angle, all right? Talk about change and all this. You know what? But that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you go. doesn't matter who you are, player. You're trying to change, but that's just the top player, man. You was who you was before you got here. I got to go back to the Black Album and quote Jay-Z on his Bray Wyatt situation because he's the same dude talking the same nonsense, selling the same wolf tickets. I'm done with Bray Wyatt. I mean, it is what it is, son. <laughs> Done. This, this is ridiculous. So, uh, I mean, Br-
0: Bray's been misused and abused, and you know they've just their The window for him is kind of closing. Definitely, I think they could probably pull it out if they got him in the right, uh, the right feud. They could do something with him, but like, and I would think he would really need to be functioning on an intercontinental title level. Um, to really kind of build him back up. I mean, because there's no need to feed him to Lesnar right now. I mean, he, Lesnar's already got to, you know, eat Seth Rollins and Finn Balor and all these other chumps you know, that have kind of come his way before he finally, you know, he's going to let Roman hold that belt next year. It's all good. He, he's got to step on a few faces in the meantime in between time. Because so, that's
2: what the Beast does. That's what he does. This brings us to Raw's uh, main event. Which was the Intercontinental Championship number one contender's triple threat? With the Miz winning, because Miz, we know Miz stay winning over Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Uh, It's you know no DQ match, and it pretty much involved like Samoa Joe um, continuing his beatdown on Seth Rollins. Which I we've learned that Samoa Joe does not appear unless you put his name, unless you talk ill on Samoa Joe's name. Remember, you got to put respect on Samoa Joe's name. If you do that, you'll be fine. Seth Rollins is out there, you know, dragging his name. So of course he called for that beatdown. Got he, you know, he summoned an ass whooping. That's what happens. And I then- like that. He summoned an <laughs> ass whooping. That's what
0: it is when you call out some more <laughs> joke. You are summoning an ass whooping.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. And and Baylor was a different story. Our top layer Bray Wyatt showed up and hit Sister Abigail on on Finn, that cost him the match, which allowed uh, the Miz to get the pin and then get the hell up out the ring because the Miz is not an idiot. <laughs> Miz stay
0: winning. He knows how to. He knows how to work it and do his thing.
2: He, yeah, you know, Ms. miss his thing, man. So, yo, so ring the bell, heading over to the Blue Brand SmackDown. Open up with uh, Chris Jericho in the ring with uh, AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, and Kevin Owens coming down to talk some mess about the whole situation. And <laughs> I was laughing because I'm watching this thing, right? He's talking like Kevin Owens talking shit about AJ Styles. And AJ Styles just kind of, you know, hops out the ring. I'm like, he's gotta go up the ramps. They gotta face each other. He's gonna get punched in the face. And so it was like a legit beatdown. You know, it was like they was gonna cross and they had to cross. So uh, AJ, he of course he got banned from the main event. The main event is, of course, the uh, US title rematch between Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens later in the night. Um, first match on SmackDown was Sammy Zayn um doing the business for hard body mahal. Uh, this was this was Ginger Mahal's best match.
0: Yeah, good match from Hard Body.
2: It, it, it was. Um, you know, hard body. I mean, he's big, you know, and a lot of people are like, yeah, it's, it's whatever. You know, a lot of people feel some type of way about his push. Um, I don't know. It gets it gets different people in the thing. But the whole time watching with like the match with Sami Zayn and I commented on Twitter, man, I was like, this is the best we're gonna get. Mahal probably could become a better wrestler if he was wrestling more people like Sami Zayn night in and night out, right? But, like, wrestling Randy Orton is going to do nobody any favors. Because, like... It's, it's like the NyQuil of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Randy's asleep half the time, man. The last good Randy Orton match I saw involved AJ Styles, and that's just... I mean, we said it right there. Involved AJ Styles. So... And before then... I might argue you would have to go back to WrestleMania 31 where he can't, where he canceled the Curve Stomp into the RKO. And that's probably just because just of that one moment in the match, right? But everything else is just kind of like, eh. So,
0: well, I mean, you know, Randy is the king of the sleeper holes and the rest holes.
2: Uh, the king of sleep style right there.
0: There you go. The king of sleep style. There you go. <laughs> we need to get it. We need to get that one. Uh, you know, hashtag, the hashtag popping in. <laughs> king of sleep style.
2: Yo, the the perfect ten. Uh, Ty Dillinger he defeated uh Aiden English. Um, yeah, he defeated defeated English. To get the victory. Aiden English went backstage and was crying, and of course got put on the list of Jericho. Oh, if you haven't seen, so you know. Jericho's been doing this bit where he thinks that Tom Phillips and, like, the other announcer, Mike, are the same guy. Well, at the end of Payback, uh, both announcers showed up at the same time. And Jericho's like, wow, you guys really are two different people. You're clones of each other. You know what you get for being <laughs> clones of each other? You know what you get for being clones of each other? You both get put on the list. <laughs> so... um." Man, this this is this has probably been like Jeff uh, uh, Jericho's like best run. And you know, I mean it's I think people say that like about all the run but I think this the Festival of Friendship, the list, Stupid Idiot, uh, Y two AJ, um, this has probably been like Jericho's best work since Jericho. Yeah, like, yeah, Jericho since, you know, he was feeding with Shawn Michaels back in like oh three, oh five and then the o eight feud with Sean. like this is yeah. So shout out to Jericho. Um Carmella and Natalia defeated Naomi and Charlotte. The welcoming committee. AKA um Mean Girls featuring James Elvert. Um they beat down Charlotte backstage, so Naomi had to face like a uh handicap match for most of the match. Charlotte came in but you know still well wasn't enough to overcome her injuries and um there was a becky lynch tease that she might be joining the the welcoming committee but she didn't and she helped out uh carmella and no she helped out naomi and um charlotte i think it was a good show for like you know Naomi, you know making she's she's a champion so she had to hold her own against two opponents for a good while so i think that made her look strong that was good uh i appreciate that um also her like glow-in-the-dark hoodie, man. I'm like, yo, where'd she get all this glow-in-the-dark stuff from? I mean, this is crazy. So, I, I thought that was dope.
0: I love everything Naomi wears. So, yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
2: No, man, don't let those Usos hear you. You know... You're
0: <laughs> <laughs> cra- crazy, Trap House. Yo, the
2: Trap House Usos is going down. Yo, speaking of the Trap House Usos, I'm telling you, I've been telling y'all for months that Brizongo have been secret heroes... On SmackDown Live, and you know, I knew that these two was gonna be special. One, uh, there was a couple of months ago where they weren't on TV at all. They were just showing up on the, the online segments, and I think it's because like uh, um, Fandango had like Van- Fandango had an injury, so that's why they weren't on. But this is where the whole fashion police thing came from. Um, Tyler Breeze was trying to find his partner Dango, and he couldn't find him. And no one was looking for him. So Tyler Breeze went to police academy to learn how to be a detective. So he would have the skills to find his tag team partner. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's commitment. That is commitment. It turned out that, you know, Dango was just on vacation and he should have checked his messages, but still that's commitment. So that's where the, that's, kind of where the fashion police started so this week on smackdown they did like a uh, a law and order style bit where um Brizongo are kind of trashing the trap house usos they're calling them the uggos but in their police station they had like all these different like whole many different references um i don't you remember years ago they had the fake uh vince mcmahon crazy mugshot where he mm-hmm. kind of looks like he's all drunk and whatnot um like yeah they had that on their wall they had some crazy like connected roadmap where the usos were all in the middle with like strings like from the wire and they had like a picture of roman reigns there <laughs> and, they had, <laughs> and they had like the american alpha down there like they stole the titles from american alpha and this like they had to go solve this crime and whatnot man i'm like yo this is, this is just ridiculous man but like no nah, man those guys the problem with the wwe is like all these great character bits Most of them happen online. They don't do them on the show, right? So they need to do more of that on the program directly, so people can you know build with these characters. Because most people aren't going. Well, they have a large YouTube following, but a lot of people aren't going out their goddamn way to go check their YouTube to see you know what you know the Usos are up to because they weren't on SmackDown that week. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, most people aren't. Going to your Facebook page or doing any of the stuff that WWE would really like you to do.
2: Sorry, like, Dolph Ziggler defeated the Blue Beetle this week. Um, <laughs> 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 he does kind of look <laughs> like enough, bro. He even had the thing on his back too, right? He even like even on the back. There's like this giant thing, so. I don't even know. Like, yeah. Yeah, so Dolph Ziggler is still doing his thing. Uh, He's going to take this L to Nakamura uh, in a couple of weeks. And you know what? I'm I'm excited. Um, We know Dolph Ziggler is a good worker. We know he can sell. And I'm excited to see Dolph Ziggler trying to sell some strong style. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Also, we say this week after week. You cannot be a heel with the American flag stamped on your pants. No one's going to boo that man. Not at all. Well, unless you're Jack Swagger. Unless, unless you, and they still did the we the people thing. You know what I'm saying? Like People, people have love for their country.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I guess that is true
2: enough. You know, so, um, And then this brings us to the uh, main event of SmackDown, the United States Championship match. Kevin Owens defeated Chris Jericho pop up powerbomb but he first kind of like knocked out Jericho on the floor with the DDD just on the concrete and then um three pop up powerbombs get the pin man so he just kind of murdered Jericho to send him away to go be a Fozzie tour person so this is it for Jericho for now he's um he's out he's out KO because it, it felt weird right yeah Jericho got the title on Sunday that surprised us but we know he's going on tour and then they started building the program between Kevin Owens and AJ Styles so um it kind of it felt weird the, the quick title change but it's, it's alright you know KO is looking vicious again he's that, he's that same KO that uh that beat up you know Sami Zayn at NXT powerbomb on the apron the night he won the title you know I think Kevin Owens is just scared of friendship, you know?
0: He's people completely get, and totally scared of friendship.
2: You know, people get close to him, and he, he starts freaking out. You know, someone's like, hey, man. I
0: think Kevin Owens just had some weird Care Bears incident as a kid. <laughs> you know? And there you go. Like, as soon as so, he starts
2: connecting to people, he gets scared, and he's, he's got a power behind him.
0: And, like, like Jericho's light-up scarves and jacket kind of traumatize him and remind <laughs> him of the Care Bears. And, you know, it's just like, that's why he has this mat on for Jericho.
2: And, you know it's just this is you know, all truth he's, he's it's, all, it's all truth he's scared of commitment you know he <laughs> went to build a bear back in canada you know that canadian build a bear is just not the same you know he's almost got killed by a hug so he just he can't deal with it um but no shout outs to shout outs to jericho man but for real man just it has been a great run it'd been a great run uh, even his one day on smackdown was just like uh just great just seeing him uh, you know, SmackDown kind of gives people a little bit more room to, to wrestle and to, you know, be characters. And, and uh, you know, AJ Styles kind of said on Talking Smack, like, you know, SmackDown makes stars and then Raw steals them. <laughs> and that was true of the first brand split as well, right? Like, you know, um, SmackDown was making stars and then they got shifted over to Raw. But I think that the, now that it's kind of settled, now we have Owens, um,
0: Shinsuke... We have, you know, AJ back in the mix. Uh, when Jericho comes back, more than likely he'll come back to SmackDown. I mean, they're trying to build up gender, So they're kind of mixing, you know, some of the old, you know, the the, the newer breed that are coming up, like the Kevin Owens, and then your, your Shinsuke, who's going to be, you know, a major superstar, with like the Jinder Mahal, who they're trying to give a, a slight push to. Jinder's um, career, well, not his career, but... What happens with gender really is gonna hinge on how things go with his view with, with Orton. Um, because if they bury him, he could be back in that kind of Kofi Kingston type of thing when Kofi went up against Randy, you know, years ago. And mm-hmm. it's like they have a they have a they have the potential right now, if they do it right, to really elevate gender. And that's the problem with WWE is that they don't elevate enough of these guys. You know, more people, they need to spread the wins around, really. Um spread the wins and the losses. They need to take an approach where certain people, you know, you're you're fighting, you win. You know what I mean? But they chump them out so badly that you end up thinking, well, there's no way this guy could compete for the title. So now they have to do more work trying to build him back up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Got to do that. Now, there's a lot of people like, oh, they're only pushing them. They're only pushing uh, gender because they're expanding into India. And, uh, you know, they want that. They want that, you know, that Indian money. What gender's Canadian? (laughs) Let's keep that on the down low. You know, (laughs) might might ruin everything for him. (sighs) Might ruin everything for him. So, but no, I, I, you know, I like. I'm not. I'm not a hater, man. Like, you know, the man. He's working hard, from what I can see. He's working hard. He's got this opportunity. He's gonna make the best of the opportunity. I'm a little disappointed that they're going with the whole like, you know, you hate me because I'm foreigner bit. Like, I swear every time, if if your melatonin is like this shade, it's too dark, then it's like, you know, this is what we're gonna do. I mean, there's other ways to like get people to hate each other. Like, I know, I don't, I don't, I don't know Vince, but like, you know, he's got it's it's really it is Vince and just him being like you know generations removed, but just wait. You can build villains that aren't foreigners. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, you can build. You can even have foreign
2: villains. It's just
0: he just makes it racist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> there's this, there's this classic Patrice O'Neal bit where he was on Opie and Anthony talk about his stint and, um and this actually involves Jenna Mahal. No, no, not Jenna Mahal. Um. What was it doing that like Hassan massage yeah. or whatever they did? Yeah, whatever was, something Muhammad like Hassan. Who, Muhammad Hassan. Yeah. When who they attacked, was uh, Italian? By the way, <laughs> when they attacked, uh, they attacked the Undertaker. And so Patrice O'Dell has a story about how they were on a plane and um, it was like Tiger Ali Six. Somebody was there, and he comes up to uh, Vince and he's like, "You know, please, sir. You know, my family watches the show. I, I, I don't want to wear the turban." It's, it's just it's disrespectful to my family, and Preacher's like, hey, Vince told the dude, yeah, that, that's 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 great. Now go put the turban back on." <laughs> uh, this is like the king of fuck your couch. Like, put that damn turban on. Get out there and make me some money. because. <laughs> WWE enforces negative racial stereotypes. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Well, yo, it's been another great one, Slam Bros. Definitely check us out <laughs> at Slam Bros. Pod on the Twitter. Uh, you can holler at your main man at Illyc on the Twitter, or find me at Charlie and Champ. Much respect for those tuning in, checking out the Charlie and the Champ show. Um, you know, we discuss sex talk, relationships, adult matters and situations with a with a whole lot of humor. So appreciate those checking us out on SoundCloud. And uh thanks for hollering, at, you know, for f- effing with the with the slam bros. Bowman and myself been putting in work. Where can they find you, Bowman?
2: Hey, you can find me on Twitter at Bowman12L. You can find me um on Instagram under the flex hashtag at Bowman12L. You know, you find me there. Uh, I you find
0: me <laughs> in the pool swimming laps.
2: <laughs> it's swimming laps. Stay out my lane. Unless you know how to swim, man. We we stay out my lane. Uh yeah, man. Hashtag flex. Hashtag new fins. Yo, hit me up on the um on the Twitter, Bumma Wentwell. Uh Slamrose at Pod. As Ella said, we live tweet uh, most wrestling events. Uh let us know what you like. Um Yo, let us know, what did you think of the House of Horrors match? I'm curious to know if you hated it just as much as we did. Um, even Jim Wash, Jim Walsh has n- no words for this match. All right? So let us know what's up. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Subscribe, like, share, tell a friend, tell a friend. And, um, you know, rate, rate us on iTunes. Uh, rate all the fan bros on iTunes. Uh, that's how you find, that's how new people find the show. Once people rate it, it makes more people find the Fan Bros Network. So, uh, tell a friend tell a friend. Five stars only. Peace.
1: Sasha Banks. You know, last night I heard what you said about not knowing who I was. Um, oh, well, I'm Alexa Bliss. I'm bad with names too, it's fine. But you can call me Raw Women's Champion or... If if that slips your mind too, you can call me the one who pinned you to get to where I'm at.